This is the All The Way with Shelly Wade podcast. Hey, welcome back to the All The Way with Shelly Wade podcast. This is episode seven. I'm calling this one Ladies Love. First of all, for a couple of different reasons. First, LL Cool J stopped by my radio show a few days ago. And you know, um, his LL stands for Ladies Love and then Cool and then J stands for uh, James. So Ladies love cool James. And so, uh, and also my episode is about me finding love. So I thought I'd combine both of those and just name episode seven, Ladies Love. And there you have it. Yeah, LL stopped by my show on 94.7 The Block, New York, a few days ago. If um, you didn't hear it, lucky you, because I'll be sharing our conversation in this episode. Yeah, we had a wonderful, co- man, I had um, met LL in person before. And I interviewed him on the phone before, but interviewing him in person, I'd never done. And it was such a wonderful experience. Let me tell you, he was kind, warm, engaging. He's such a legend. And there are so many people who have not done half the things or achieved half of the things that LL has achieved. And they are a-holes. But LL? One of the greatest of all time and um, a legend who's been doing it since he was a teenager is a wonderful person. He was really warm and kind and engaging and entertaining. And you will love my conversation with him coming up um, later in the episode. Um, And if you listen, if you're new to the podcast, thank you for giving me a listen and do subscribe and listen as I invite you to follow me on my journey of self-exploration. Everyone, Give the podcast a great rating, comment, review, because all of that helps other listeners as they explore new podcasts and it'll help them find my podcast. And reminder, you can hear me on the radio every weekday, as I said, on 94.7 The Block here in New York City. Even if you're not in the city, you can download the Odyssey app. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y, the Odyssey app. Search for that uh, 94.7 The Block and, and listen to me from 2 to 7 p.m. Eastern time. My personal website is ShellyWade.com. And don't forget Shelly spelled with an E-Y. Whenever you are looking for me, whether it's on social media, uh, internet, or anything, don't forget that I have a second E in my name. And that's important because there's a lot of Shelly Wades I was surprised to find out um, <laughs> in this world. Um, and if you leave that second E out, you're following some other Shelly Wade. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but it's just not me. Um, so my personal website is ShellyWade.com. That's S-H-E-L-L-E-Y-W-A-D-E.com. Bookmark that one. Also, be sure to like and subscribe to my All the Rage with Shelly Wade Facebook page and YouTube channel. They're both called All the Rage with Shelly Wade. Follow me on Instagram at the one and only Shelly Wade. And again, somebody already had Shelly Wade on there, so I had to say, what? I'm the one and only. So that, <laughs> that's why that's why I named my Instagram the one and only Shelly Wade. So um, uh, follow me there. And follow me on Twitter at Shelly Wade. And again, Shelly spelt with an E-Y. Thanks to DJ Happy for my podcast theme music. He can be found at DJ Happy across social media. That's spelled D-J-H-A-P-P-E-E. Thanks to my podcast announcer, T-Storm, and my podcast producer, Dre Boogs. Of course, 
one of the topics I'm exploring on the podcast is the fact that I'm ready to get involved romantically again. Yeah, it's been a while since I've been in a serious relationship. I mean, I've dated and such, but being in a serious relationship, mm, it's been a while. So um, last episode, I promised that in episode seven, this episode, I'd share with you the, the qualities I feel my ideal partner should have. I've given it some serious thought since the last episode, and here's what I came up with. Um, by the way, last weekend, I was watching, I was watching Netflix, and I was just kind of scrolling through, seeing what movies they had, and I came across When Harry Met Sally. When Harry Met Sally, True Story is one of my favorite movies of all all time. I just love, there's so much I love about the movie. First of all, um, Billy Crystal and and Meg Ryan are amazing in that movie. I love romantic comedies, so it was really nice. I love romantic comedies set in New York City, so that's one of the reasons I love it as well. And it's like one of those movies where the city is just as much a part of the storyline as the characters, and just seeing their characters walk through uh, Central Park Park and um, the Met Museum in the fall and the fall foliage and the leaves look so beautiful and it all seemed romantic. Even though they were friends when they were doing it, it still seemed romantic. And them in the wintertime picking out their Christmas tree and dragging it to the apartment. It just, oh, it just reminded me I am ready to be booed up. <laughs> I am ready to be in a relationship. I think there's something about New York City that lends itself to romance. The fall is so romantic. Romantic, the winter time, especially when, um, um, you know, they've got the, you know, the Christmas decorations out. It's all so romantic. And, you know, I just feel like I just want to have that experience. Although the fall is going to be here before we know it. And, and I haven't even started dating again yet. So it's like, wait, am I going to find a boo by the fall? But I don't want to put pressure on it because I'm not desperate or anything. I want it to happen organically. Um, and so <laughs> I'm hoping I'll meet some fantastic guy um, <laughs> so that I can have a, a guy so I can be booed up by the fall, but we shall see. Uh, but speaking of, um, I am looking for men. I am straight, um, and so I'm looking for men. Um, I'm not looking for perfection because, listen, I'm not perfect. No one's perfect, I'm not perfect, but I'm looking for someone perfect for me. So what does that mean? Um, I want him to be single, first of all. <laughs> so, so not looking for married men, not looking for men in relationships. Single. You know, you, you would think that would be a, a given, but you, you just got to put that out there. Um, I would like for him to be spiritual and believe in God. Um, you don't necessarily have to go to church every Sunday, but... I believe, um, I don't know, I just feel like if you have, um, if, if you believe in a, tr in a higher power um, and that you're a spiritual person, that, that, um, that, can, that, that makes me connect to you. Um, 
That's important for me. Um, I want someone who's a compassionate human being. I don't want someone who doesn't care about others, who could care less about others. I want someone to be a compassionate human being. I want someone who's also emotionally available because you could be single physically and still not be emotionally avail- available. Um, so yeah, I would want someone who's emotionally available and we can talk about deep things and we can talk about it if, you know, if there is an issue with us. You know, I'm not into fighting, knockdown, drag out fights. I know a lot of people find that attractive. They like that kind of drama. They want to have drama and then have makeup sex. Now, don't get me wrong. I can be fiery for sure. I can, <laughs> listen, in, in what was that, episode two or three, my brother-in-law said that I'm a pit bull. He said that for a reason because I can be fiery for sure. You know, I, I know I tend to be very, um, laid back and um, um, I'm very even about a lot of things but if if I can get crunk as we say in Houston I can get I can get crunk and fiery if you want me to you know if we got to take it there I can go there believe me but typically I like to be calm and I, I like to have a peaceful existence if we disagree on something I'd like to talk about it you know sure we could be miffed at each other and upset and angry at each other um but I'm not trying to start calling you names and and curse you out and stuff like that because I feel like it's important uh, what you say to people you care about. I don't ever want to say, and, and listen, I'm not saying I'll never make a mistake because I say the wrong thing all the time, you know, because again, I'm not perfect. But my intention is, um, you know, if I end up hurting you, it's probably, it wasn't my intention. Um, my intention is to always um, treat you with compassion. Even if I'm upset with you, I am going to be a decent human being about it. I'm not going to call you names and make you feel, you know how some people, you know how some people learn, you know, you share your deepest, darkest moments with people because you've grown to trust them and you're confiding in them and you're trusting them with that information and then they go and throw it back up in your face and they start pressing your buttons because they know you so well they can press your buttons and say nasty things to you I'm not gonna be that person that betrays your trust in me I'm not gonna take something you told me about and then make you feel bad about yourself while we're arguing by bringing it back up and making you feel like the worst person ever that's not me. What I will do is I will talk to you about this issue at hand. What issue do we have right now? What did you do that that pissed me off? Let's talk about that ish. But I'm certainly not going to, you know, use your, you know, your the things that you have shared with me um, the, the vulnerable uh, moments you share things with me, I'm not going to throw that up in your face and try to make you feel bad about it in an argument. That's not me, right? Um, so I'm the kind of person I'm going to have a sensible, intelligent conversation with you and tell you what you did that pissed me off. And then you can give me your idea on it and we can have a mature back and forth about it. But I'm not going to be calling you names. It's just not my style. That's not what, what, what it is. That's not what it's about for me. Um, 
So I want someone who's going to be emotionally available to have those kinds of conversations with me, not just going to shut down and just walk away, right? Um, I'd like someone, of course, who's mature, because <laughs> I feel like I'm mature. Of course, I can be a silly, silly goose sometimes, but, you know, as, as, as a grown-ass woman, I am mature. So I would like someone else who is mature. Now, people ask me all the time, what age range am I interested in? And that's a... I... I, I, I don't want to limit myself, but I also don't want to date somebody who's, you know, 20. <laughs> you know, um, I, 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 you know, listen, I'm Generation X, right? I would love someone who's Gen X. Someone who's, you know, I think Generation X is the coolest generation ever. First of all, we have the coolest generation name. Uh, yeah, yeah, whatever, Gen Zers, whatever, Millennials, <laughs> whatever. Who are the people who were born before uh, Generation X? Let me think. Uh, baby Boomers, whatever, Baby Boomers. I think Generation X, Gen X, I think that is the best generation. Our generation is the best generation ever. So I would love someone who's in Generation X. So let's let's leave it there. I don't really want to, you know, limit myself um, because you never know. Um, I don't I, I just don't want to limit myself. Someone who's mature. Um, I don't I tell you what, if I if I date someone older than me, I would like for him to be a very active older person. Right. I I I I. I don't know how much older I would date someone. I mean, there's nothing wrong with, you know, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with age or someone being older. But what I'm saying is that I know there are a lot of people, even people who are my age and younger, who live like they've got one foot in the grave. I'm a very active person. Um, and I'm not saying, like, listen, I'm not, like, running a marathon or anything. But I'm saying I get out there and I live life, right? So I want someone who's living life. Um, sometimes it's okay for us to sit down and watch TV, next Netflix and chill and stuff like that. But I like to be out doing stuff as well. I don't want to be living my I don't want to be, you know, listen, I'm 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 not that into astrology, but I know I'm a true Sagittarian where I like to explore, <laughs> you know? So I want to get out there and explore. I don't want to be cooped up in the house all the time, you know? So someone who doesn't have a foot in the grave and someone who um, isn't always attached to the sofa and the TV. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but just as long as it's not your whole existence. Um Let's see. Uh, oh, I want a man who loves women. And when I say that, I'm not saying I want a man who's involved with me romantically and this woman and that woman and that. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying I want a man who loves women, who really values women and appreciates women, who uplifts women, who treats us like the special creatures we are, who has a healthy respect for women. That's, I guess you could call him a feminist. You know, there are some men who are feminists who really love women in that way. So that's what I want, someone who loves women. Um, um, I have to be attracted to whomever I'm, I'm involved with. I mean, and what does that mean? I mean, listen, I, I see guys all the time that I'm attracted to. I mean, and they, they look all different kinds of ways. So... I mean, I can see a guy I'm attracted to who's skinny and tall, and I can see someone who I'm attracted to who's who's chubby, or I might see one someone I'm attracted to who's muscly. I don't want somebody who's like they they're like the bodybuilding and that's all they do and they don't want to eat anything because I like to eat. I'm a foodie. I don't want somebody who's constantly counting calories and and who can't eat anything good, yummy, you know. Oh, I don't eat 
uh, you know, I don't eat, uh, I don't know, fried food. I don't eat, I, I don't want someone like that. I want someone who likes to eat, uh, but who um, I'm attracted to as well. So that comes in all forms. I, you know, I don't want to, you know, I, I, I don't have a specific type. I know it when I know it. Like if, if I'm around you and I'm attracted to you, I'm going to feel that, right? So I have to, whoever I'm involved with, uh, and, and I hate if that sounds um, vain. And it doesn't have to be, I don't have to be, some things like aren't physical as far as attraction. I might like your swagger, which that is kind of physical, <laughs> but I also might like your mind. I might think that you are super intelligent and you're super creative, or I love how much of a go-getter you are. That you know, those things may be attractive to me, but it, it attraction presents itself in different ways in each person, right? And so, but the theme is, is that whatever it is that attracts me to you, I have to feel, I have to feel something for you, right? I have to, I mean, sometimes I'm around guys and I just feel like this, whoo, this, 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 this fire, like, oh, I got to fan myself, right? I mean, you know, um, so, I have to feel that. I have to, you know, I don't, I don't want somebody that, um, you know, because I do want whoever I'm involved with to be a friend. I want us to be you know, the best of friends, but I don't want us to be like brother and sister, right? I already have a brother. I don't need a brother in my, in my man, you know? I want somebody who, who I'm a tr- we're best friends and we're lovers, right? I want that. I don't want to have, like, we're friends, but, you know, not much more than that, you know? No, it's got to be, it's got to be, um, it's got to be best friends and lovers. So I want that. Um, what else uh, should I say? So I, uh, oh, you know, I would love for him to be in a space where he's comfortable in his own skin and confident in himself. Now, listen, we all have insecurities. I'm not saying you got to be perfect, but to be at a maturity level where you're comfortable with who you are, you've grown comfortable and you've grown grown more confident in yourself. Um and, and listen, if you've been through things, uh, emotional things like I have, and I've done the work by going to therapy, that's attractive to me. If you've gone to therapy and you've really actively done work, if you know you need it, that's attractive to me. I want someone to be comfortable and confident in who they are because I have in the past been involved with someone who was completely – I didn't know this at first, but found out during the course of a relationship that they weren't comfortable – at the time, uh, where in, in in the lot they found themselves in life, and so when when good things happened for me, they were um, not so excited. They were kind of it was almost like sleeping with the enemy, and I certainly you know wouldn't want that. You know, so someone who uh, I also would you know which kind of goes hand in hand. Someone who's already established in in his career and doing well for himself and has goals for himself and not just sitting around not making things happen. Um, and I want someone who has a certain savvy, maybe um, business savvy, maybe career savvy, maybe creativity where, you know, because I'm always constantly coming, trying to come up with creative things I can do for myself career wise. So someone I can bounce business and career ideas off of and and they can give me their honest opinions and they give me the real deal, holy feel, the truth and tell me what I need to hear. I want them to be my biggest supporter, my biggest cheerleader. I want them to be rah, rah, sis boom ba. I want someone who's going to be a true partner. 
Um, it would help if he has good, healthy relationships with his family, his friends. That would help. Um I want someone who has also um, their own life, you know, like you can go off with your friends and and, you know, have your own life and I can have my own life. And, you know, like uh, we don't have to be up under each other all the time, you know, because I do like my sense of feeling free. Um, I like the sense that I can, you know, I can be able to live my life without feeling shackled, you know. And so he has his own rich life and I have my own rich life and and we come together and we share the exciting time that we had without each other and we laugh and talk about that. Um, I uh, would love for him to have a, a sense of humor and to be really fun. Uh, a sense of adventure it would be amazing. I want someone who likes to travel. Um, someone who also has a romantic side because I can be a hopeless romantic as well. Um, Someone, um, you know, I don't have to remind to to be romantic with me. I, I, I don't want to have to say, hey, we never do anything romantic or you never show a romantic gesture to me. I don't want to have to remind someone. I want them to, you know, be able to come up with that on their own. Um, I uh, would love someone who inspires me and makes me want to be better. Um, I've always said uh, to myself that I'd love to marry a chef <laughs> um, or even be in a relationship with a chef because, um, I, I, you know, or even an architect. Uh, for some reason, that uh, has always attracted me as well, an architect. But again, I don't want to limit myself because there may be someone who's not a chef or who's not an architect who's perfect for me. So I don't want to limit myself. Um, but those are the things. That's the list of things I came up with. Do you think that's too much or is it okay? I don't think it's too much to ask, you know? It's not perfection, just things, aspects in someone um, that I think would be perfect for me. And um, true story, I'm thinking about getting on a dating site. I've had mixed signals about that. I have some people that tell me because I'm in radio, I shouldn't do it. Uh, because to some people, I may be recognizable. And I had other people who say, go ahead and do it. I'm leaning towards doing it. I've been on dating sites before, on apps before. And I, mm, you know, not so, not, I'm not so rah, rah, sis, boom, bye about them, but I'm willing to give them a chance again. So I'll, I'm going to, I'm going to think about it this next week and I'll let you know. Um, on the next episode, whether I did that or not. So as promised, I told you, I, I think about it really hard, write down my list of, of things that I'm looking for in a partner, in a romantic relationship. And um, uh, there there it was. I shared it with you. Uh, if you have opinions about it, if you have any thoughts about it, I would love for you to reach out to me. You can email me at hishelly at shellywade.com. Don't forget Shelly spelled with an E-Y. Again, that's hishelly at shellywade.com. That's H-I- S-H-E-L-L-E-Y at ShellyWade.com, S-H-E-L-L-E-Y-W-A-D-E.com. And tell me what you think about the list I shared. And you can, you know, if you want your voice to be heard, you can record yourself on your phone in your voice notes and send me that file and I'll play it on the podcast. Um, also, if you have any shouts you want to get out, you can record it and I'll play it on the podcast. Whatever you want to send me, email, voice notes, do any of that and I will make sure I share it on the podcast. All right. Without further delay, my conversation with the great LL Cool J. Happy to be here. Happy to be here. I am so happy that you're in the studio with me. I mean, you are so much of, you know, my teen years. Do you realize that 
um, you were like the first hip hop teen idol. Yeah, you know, I'm 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 real grateful. You know what I'm saying? It just shows you that anything is possible, you know, and um, you know, I've been doing it, yeah, it was it was a fun journey to go like to just continue to grow and continue to evolve and to make, you know, all of them early joints and then to be able to fall in love with be lucky enough and blessed enough to do something you love and that you're in love with so that you could do it from the heart and continue to do it over the years. So yeah. I recognize it. Yeah, you know I mean, I mean, teen idol, like, people think yeah. of, you know, today they think of people like, I don't know, Justin Bieber or people right. like that. But you were, like, our teen idol. <laughs> I appreciate For hip-hop. That, that is love. pretty amazing. That's and incredible. then I also remember that you had the very first rap ballad, yeah. I Need Love. I Need Love. Yeah, yeah. I Need Love was a lot of fun. You know, a lot of, it, it, it kind of, you know, looking back on it, it was kind of like getting into emotional intelligence, right? Like, just... Being, being vulnerable and just doing what I felt, just being courageous enough to write what you feel and write from the heart and not write, um, you know, trying to either make a hit or not make a hit, mm -hmm. but writing from the place of just sincerity, you know what I'm saying? And just letting it all be what it's going to be and, and really letting your soul speak to the music. You know? So when you were writing I Need Love, were you thinking uh, along those terms like this is going to be the first rap ballad? Were you thinking no, that way? Absolutely not. I, I was just thinking about just being sincere, doing something that I loved, doing a, writing a song that felt good to me, that felt creative and interesting and compelling and that I wanted to hear and had messages in it I wanted to hear. And it was all from the heart. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. There was no, you know, chess, this ain't checkers, this chess, and all. It was none of that. None of that, yo, I'm the first this, I'm the first that. No, none of that. Those, you know, a lot of times the reality is when you're making history, you mm. don't even realize it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it was, it was none of that. Oh, I'm glad you're opening the water. I went and got you some water because I, I was like, LL it. needs to be hydrated. I need to be, I'm it's, a little it's parched. It's hot. <laughs> I He's it. parched. Look, I'm so proud of myself for getting LL some water. I'm so proud. I and I it. And I got you some sparkling and regular. So if you want some sparkling nah, later, you, you, can, you, you called you it right. Them. I like the still. You called it right. <laughs> So you were talking about making history. Um, I was checking out my Facebook, um, you know, because they they save. I don't know if you're secretly on Facebook or anything. I'm but, on Facebook. It's oh, no really, really. No, no. Yeah, I know really. you got the fan page. I'm talking about yeah. personal page. But um, I was just looking through all of my history. You know, I put LL in uh, the search engine to see what I've posted about you over the years, and I found myself excited about all of the milestones. I went back. I was like, LL's finally getting his star on the Walk of Fame. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, LL's getting the Kennedy Center honor. Yeah. He's going into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So I was, I'm right, I've been right there nah. with you. And you, when you said making history, you don't realize it, but you know, your fans, we're we're all along with you and excited for you. You know what? It, it, it's I'm really thankful. And you know, so many people give me so much love and and have been with me every step of the way during this process. And um, it's just fun to be able to continue to do things that lift up the culture and elevate the culture mm -hmm. and not, you know, I appreciate and, and respect everything that I accomplished. And at mm -hmm. the same time, I set new goals and, you know, continue to accomplish those. So it's, you know what I mean? It's like that fine line. But in terms of the fans, I mean, look, I nothing I've done would be possible if it wasn't for people like yourself yeah. or people that, you know, say, L, we love you or L, you know, Next time, yo, you get in next time or, oh, yo, you know, that pat on the back. Like, I get a lot of love around the world and I'm really thankful. 
I'm really thankful for that. Well, I think it's really uh, grateful. you put it out there, too. Yeah. I mean, just your energy. No you're very you inspirational. So uh, you put that out there, and that's the energy you get back. Yeah, you got to. You got to. I think, you know, look, the whole Rock the Bells Festival is about elevating the culture. It's about celebrating the culture. It's, you know, I did it because I believe that hip-hop is not disposable. And, you know, hip-hop shouldn't, shouldn't be marginalized. Mm -hmm. And the same respect that I see... Paul McCartney get, and I see Mick Jagger get, and I see Bob Dylan get. Mm -hmm. I want to see, you know, Nas get it, and Rakim get it, and Big Daddy Kane get that same type of respect, and, you know, Shah Rock and Shantae, and, like, I, because they created an art form, and, and, and these kings and queens created an art form that changed the world. And not only did it change American pop culture, but it changed the world, and because of that, I believe that it needs to be celebrated and elevated in a in a real way, mm -hmm. you know, and that's why I'm so supportive of our culture in general because I want to see it elevated and lifted up. It deserves it. I'm not serving people hip hop in a brown a greasy brown bag. I'm serving it to them <laughs> on a silver platter. You know what I'm saying? So that that's something that I felt needed to happen. And the thing that people don't realize about mm -hmm. Rock the Bells is that. Different people have percentages of Rock the Bell. So Grandmaster Kaz owns a piece and oh, wow. Run DMC owns a piece and Salt and Pepper owns a piece and and um you know Fat Five Freddy owns a piece and Big Daddy Kane owns a piece and Eminem owns a piece and um um Jonathan Mannion and Ernie Panacoli, the photographer, Salt and Pepper. Um I mean it's important that that cool DJ Herc owns a piece, right? Like yeah. the guy who started it. Yeah. He owns a piece. And why did I do that? Because I've seen people extracting value from hip hop culture for years. And I felt like, you know, you know, like I, I said this the other day to someone, I said, you know, capturing value and being an artist are two different things. Mm -hmm. You can be both and you can do both, but there is a difference. Mm -hmm. And just because you're unable to capture value doesn't mean you're not an artist. Sometimes just the way things work out, people don't capture value. So it's like, or, you know, get the bag. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's like, I just wanted to make sure that at some point, I'll make a move and we'll keep control, but I'll be able to write a check to those artists and see cool DJ Herc's face and see his sister Cindy's face when I write them a check, you know, because they, they built something yeah. and they deserve that. I so like that's that. what this whole Rock the Bells thing is about. So excited to have one of my favorite artists of all time, LL Cool JD. J you, Ladies love Cool James Thank in you, the Shelley. studio representing Queens. No, no doubt. Here on 94.7 The Block. raised out in Houston. Yes, ex <laughs> yes exactly. And um, we're going to talk more about Rock the Bells, uh, but I do want to give you a chance to shout out Queens. Anybody in Queens you want to shout out I mean, to while you got me? I mean, I love, you know, everybody in Queens. I mean, the whole Q Borough, you know. I mean, it's too many to name. I got so many soldiers out there and, <laughs> and just people I love, you know what I'm saying? Um, just everybody. Do you have favorite places? Like, what are your favorite spots? Like, maybe a favorite spot to eat, favorite, all that stuff. I mean, yo, I'm <laughs> so many spots. I mean, I, I can't, where do I begin? I guess going home to my mother's house is a good yeah, place to start. Yeah, that's a good but, one. Um, I mean, there's a lot of Chinese restaurants, a lot, a lot of action in Queens, you know? You know what? Big um, Queens. You were speaking of your mom, and um, I. one of my favorite shows is, um, you know, the one ho hosted by Skip Gates, Dr. Henry Louis Gates, um, Finding Your Roots. And yeah. your episode with you, um, and Puff Daddy was also um, on that, um, um, I don't know why I call him Puff Daddy, P. Diddy. <laughs> On the, yeah. was also on that episode your 
part of that episode, I have to say, one of the most gripping pieces of TV I've ever watched. Thank you guys, you. if you haven't seen that episode, yeah. um, do, do you want to... Um, yeah, I don't mind expounding on it. It, it was yeah. it was wild. It was um, We discovered that um, my mother found out she was adopted. She didn't know that until this... She didn't know that until and, and that episode. Skip until Gates, that. he said that you had the opportunity to say, no, we don't want to talk about this publicly. Yeah. But you guys allowed us in. Oh, yeah. What made you share your truth as you were finding it out yourself um, with, with the world? Because I felt like it's real life and people go through it. And, you know, if it, and it's nothing to be ashamed of. It just yeah. is what it is. And it actually inspired me. I mean... You know, my grandmother and my grandfather were so good to my mother and good to me. Yeah. They treated us with so much love. It was actually, like, astonishing. You you thought that, that they were actually your blood grandparents. And yeah, then you found out fooled. on the show that had they weren't. Had me fooled. <laughs> but they, you know what? They, that, you know, but kudos to them because they showed you love in spite of, Unconditionally. Right? It, was, it yeah. was amazing. And, you know... I mean, we discovered incredible things about our family. Mm-hmm. Um, Found new family members that you didn't know about? All new family members, yeah. Like, you know, my <laughs> uncle's in the Boxing Hall of Fame, light heavyweight champion, John Henry Lewis, and, <laughs> you know, Buffalo Soldiers. And I got to, like, come from this whole list, long line of boxes. You know, a lot of, you know, it was, it was amazing, mm-hmm. you know, to just find out all that information. But the main thing that was important was just, you know, there are a lot of people out there right now that may be going through similar things. Maybe you found that you're adopted or maybe you f- you're in foster care and you don't have a family or you're searching for a family, just know it, it, it'll work out and it can work out and things do work out. And, you know, when you, when you get in these situations, don't, don't let it, you know, crush you, let it, let it turn you into a diamond, you know, let it, let it, let it make you even better let it make you stronger let you know utilize it as fuel to take your life to the next level you know what i'm saying that's what i did oh man see that's it i do the mindful moment every day that's the mindful moment that inspiration that's what i'm saying you're such an inspirational person thank you don't let it crush you don't let it crush you let it turn you into a diamond yeah yeah that's amazing. Yeah. Those are some amazing words to share, especially so many people are going through struggles right now. They need to hear that kind of inspiration. Yeah, a lot of people are going through it, right? Like you have a lot of people, you know, times are tough out there. Uh, you know, you got people that are worried about bills, worried about things. You know, they want their kids to be able to go to certain schools. They, You know, it's tough and you can get discouraged, but you just can't let it, you can't let it pull you down. You know what I'm saying? You have to um, keep your chin up. And uh, you may have to make some adjustments. You may have to rethink your plan, but you can you can keep your eyes on the prize and have the same goal. All you know right. what I'm saying? And make it. You can make it. You could do it. And that's your mindful moment, courtesy of the great LL Cool J. <laughs> LL, um, let's talk about current stuff because I heard okay. that Q-Tip yeah. produced oh, your uh, the, the the new album. Did you, okay. By the way, a little behind the scenes, LL is dropping chapstick on himself. <laughs> <laughs> You always have to have those lips moisturized. Uh, we gotta do something. We're gonna do something. You be looking like you're kissing frying pans over here if we don't. You know what I mean? We so, gotta do something. I was excited to hear Q Tip is producing yeah. your, your new he actually already produced he your already new album. We produced it. We finished the album. Um Q Tip, you know, executive produced and produced the whole joint front to back. And it's um, you know, it's a lot of fun. A lot of people, you know. When, you know, anytime, you know, legacy artists or artists that's been out a long time says they got a new record out, it's almost like, oh, isn't that cute? <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but um, 
it's it's fun. You know what I'm saying? I think that, you know, most people either think you're going to be stuck, stuck in a time warp mm -hmm. or they think you're going to be chasing trends and, and play yourself. And, you know, hip-hop, you know, as a genre is going on 50 years old, the one thing we haven't seen is, you know, people that are able to continue to do things at a, at a high level because just the genre is not old enough for us to have that experience yet. Yeah. So, you know, hopefully... This, this album can provide some inspiration for people and show them what's creatively possible because it's, um, I think it's very uh, unique mm -hmm. and, um, you know, hopefully people like it as much as Q-Tip and I do. I mean, we worked very hard on it. We worked on it a couple of years and, you know, it feels right to me. So we're going to see. We're going to oh. see what people think. Do we know when it's coming out? It'll be out towards the end of this year and the top of next year. So like music will start, you know, you know, it, it, it's going to be fun. You know okay. what I'm saying? It's so this be might be a slightly personal question. Today mm -hmm. is National Underwear Day. So I got to ask you, boxers or briefs? <laughs> oh, man, really? <laughs> <laughs> I wear G-string. <laughs> nah, nah, B, come on. Nah, I wear boxer briefs, man. What are we doing? This is where we going with it? <laughs> this is where we going. <laughs> I wear spandex. Uh, yeah. Anything you want to say to New York in closing? I, I just want to say I appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate you more. My pleasure co-hosting with you. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? You. And uh, I'm just happy that, you know, you're doing what you do and just keep, you know, elevating the culture. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you you're, guys you're keep so, doing what you're doing. And you're so inspirational. Like you said, there there hadn't been an example of hip hop, you know, with the longevity. But you're the example of that. Yeah. So. I, you know, I, look, we're going to we're going to really see creatively. Right. Like I, I when I, you know, a lot of times let's be let's just call it what it is. A lot of times hip-hop artists that have been doing it a long time especially the guy in the front producers it can be a little different because they can produce different artists so sometimes that uh, the album the, or the project may take on the personality of a new artist but we haven't seen people creatively have heavy impact and maximum impact so you know we're gonna see you know All what right. i'm saying like we're gonna see what's possible. We're gonna see if I, if I'm, you know, if I really should be getting them statues and all that. We're gonna see. <laughs> New York Sound, LL what. Cool J right. on 94.7 The Block. You, love you, LL. Much love. This is the All the Way with Shelly Wade podcast.